case-by-case basis podcast so we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case-by-case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Mark Cuban is coming under fire because of policies in his company with diversity, equity, and inclusion, DEI. And it's stemming from a tweet that he sent out. And I'll read the tweet to you. In a tweet, uh, he says, I've never hired anyone based exclusively on race, gender, or religion. I only ever hire the person that will put my business in the best position to succeed. And yes, race and gender can be part of the equation. I view diversity as a competitive advantage. Now, how would you promote, how would you propose finding, finding organizations that give preference to white people? Why aren't you working as hard to show examples of white preference as you are DEI? You claim to abhor both. And I agree with Mark Cuban. All of these people that are going after these DEI programs and saying, you know what, we just want. As a matter of fact, uh, before I even say that, there's a person that replied to the tweet. And he says, I believe in a colorblind meritocracy. This means I am against forms of hiring which undercut merit, including forms of hiring which cut out merited individuals over their group associations. Really? But it's funny. How? If you have an organization that's all white men, all white men, we're talking no women, or women are in, you know, administrative positions like secretary or, I, I, or administrative assistants. I just I want to use the correct term or uh, they're in lower positions. But but the, the whole uh, upper management positions were all white men. Why are these people going after those organizations? Really? Do you guys ever go after those? Those organizations. And that's, I think that's what Mark Cuban is asking right there. Before we had diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, you had a lot of organizations that where white men were at the top. You probably had a sprinkle of women and, 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 uh, and black people or Indian people or Asian people in the middle. And you probably just had everybody else at the bottom. I used to call it the snow-capped mountain. You had a lot of snow-capped mountains where there was a lot of, a lot of diversity in the company. But once you, the, the higher you go up, the whiter it got. But nobody, none of these people want to talk about that though. None of them. And what is so wrong with having a diverse workforce? Look, I know we all grew up in the same country, but we did not grow up in in the same culture. Cultures are different. I can talk. Look, I used to work with a guy who grew up 15 minutes from me. 15 minutes. And he was the coolest guy. 
He was white. He, he is white. He's still living. He's white. I'm black. And when we talked about things that he was used to, like our, our different cultures or anything like that, now he's Italian. I'm, I'm, I'm a black guy. It was like we grew up not only in different countries, but in different parts of the world. So wouldn't you want someone to come from my perspective in your organization as well as his? Wouldn't you want a diversity of thought? Do you want everybody just kind of uh, parroting the same things because they all think the same way? It's not to say that you that that that, that I'm, I'm saying that white men are a monolith or anything like that. You're going to get diversity of thought, but wouldn't you want someone who's really thinking outside of the box, outside of that, you, instead of just okay, this guy may go this is a little bit left, or this guy may just go a little, little, little bit right. But no, 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 no. We, you want somebody that can talk to the people where they're from. I just made. I, I mean. In, in, the, in, 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 the, in the segment in the last episode that I made, I said, if I st- when I start a company, and it's a black-owned company, first of all, me, myself, and this is just me, I'm not knocking anybody who does it, I will not put black in the name. What difference does it make if I'm black? I will not put this, the grocery store, the black grocery store or anything like that. I'll give you an example because Roland Martin, his um, his, 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 his platform is called the Black Star Network. No, I have no problems with Roland Martin doing that. I just wouldn't do it. You know why? Because I want everybody's money. And I will hire a diverse workforce. You know why? Because they have diverse ways of thinking. Yes, I will be the boss. It will be no less black owned. But, what, but, but wouldn't that be an advantage? Why are you guys just, 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 it, 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 here's the thing. Why is it that anyone's, in, anytime someone says that, you know what, we want diversity, we want equity, and we want inclusion in certain companies. Why do, do they always come, come out and say, well, uh, we want a meritocracy. Why do you guys think a meritocracy is going to benefit you? Anytime there, you, these guys say, well, we want a colorblind society. First of all, that's BS. I mean, come on. You can't see that, you, you can't see that I'm black. I can see that this person's Indian. I can see that this person's white. Look, I don't mind you calling me black. I don't want a colorblind society. No. What are you talking about colorblind? You can all, everybody can see that we're all different shades. That's fine. But when I walk in with my shade, I just want you to give me the, the same opportunity that you give someone of a lighter shade. That's it. I don't want you to dismiss my race. I don't want you to do that. And we try to explain that to every time someone comes up with this colorblind thing. But anyway, I digress. Why is it that anytime someone mentions DEI, diversity, diversity equity, inclusion, or, or, or any kind of program that will get more people with different types of thought or people from, of different races into an organization, you guys say, well, no, it should be a meritocracy because you guys somehow think that a meritocracy is going to benefit you. 
And I know what you're saying. You say, oh, no, 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 no. We just want a meritocracy. If this person uh, deserves the, the position, we're just going to give it to them. But we as black people, we have seen that that doesn't work. Do you guys think we do not notice that a lot of times we work at organizations and, and we work for people and we know that we get better sales than this person. We know that we work harder than this person, but this person is hired, is, is promoted above us. Really? Do you guys not, don't, you guys don't think that we know that we saw our parents come home for years and say that they would train, that they would train white people to be their bosses. This happened for decades, for generations. So all of a sudden, someone comes up with a, with, with a DEI progress. Okay, you know what? We're going to have diversity, equity, and inclusion. You know, we, we, we're going to have to stop this. And a person like Mark Cuban comes and he says, well, you know what? Yeah, you know what? I think that maybe if I'm going after this certain demographic, maybe I need someone from that demographic to go and get me more people from that demographic. They're not going to send uh, Biff from Harvard to an Asian community and say, okay, go ahead and make as many sales as you can. Now, Biff, may, he may do okay. But in Mark Cuban's mind, if someone has the same qualifications as Biff, but he's also Asian or she's also Asian, they may have a better shot because they know the culture. How about that? Look, all of these things are dog whistles for racism. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. And I know a lot of people are going to come at me. Well, I don't care if y'all come at me. Oh, you know, you're just using a race car. Stop it. Stop it. I wish there could just be a meritocracy. I wish there could just be a situation where everybody just got where they, where everyone just got what they deserved. But we know that. We know that doesn't happen in this country. Y'all not even lying to yourselves because you don't even believe it. You're just talking. And everybody's jumping on it. Trump said in the rally the other day, I'm going to get rid of all the EI programs and the federal government. And you know what that told a bunch of white people? Okay, we're going to get, we're going to get our country back. This is what they were saying. We want our country back. Who took your country in the first place? I don't want this country. I just want to be included. That's all people were asking for. Look, okay. This argument is just going to keep going on forever and ever. So I'm just going to end it here. And, uh, but I mean, hey, if people think that uh, we are so stupid that we just don't see what's been going on for generations, then guess what? Joke's on you. Anyway, podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, as well as like, comment, share. Uh, and there are three subscription levels on the Spotify uh, app. Uh, I thank you guys for listening. Please stay tuned for the rest of my last segment of the show. Thanks. Stay tuned for the What's On My Mind segment of the show where I give commentary on sports, politics, religion, or whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. I thank you guys for listening and stay tuned. Okay, what's on my mind? 
Okay, today I got an early start. I had to get up. I had so many errands I had to run. I mean, I had to leave the house by like 7, 38 o'clock. So, I mean, I had so many things that I had to do before I came back, you know, record the podcast. Uh, you know, I have a regular job, of course, during the day as well, the, the, where I get my money and stuff like that. So I had to be, uh, be there as well. But um, I got up this morning. I ran and did my errands and I stopped at a McDonald's. Just... You know, wanted to get a little bit of breakfast, you know, get a little breakfast. And um, I go through, go through the drive through like I always do and just, you know, order my food. And I, stu- you know, McDonald's have those, they, they have those two windows, you know, where you pay. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris Tucker made a joke about it. You pay and then you get your food. It was, it was funny. But uh, I stopped at the first window and the lady took my payment and, you know, it was just uh, you know, normal every day, you know, thank you, sir, whatever. But when I get, went to get my food, the guy at the window, I mean, he just, he gave me great customer service. I mean, it's, it's like, I felt like almost like I was glad that I stopped, you know, is there anything else I could do for you, sir? You know, um, you know, oh, it, uh, you, you need something else? I think I ordered salt and pepper or whatever. Oh, right, right away, sir. You know, and he, he got it. And he just exuded this, uh, this pleasure to serve me that uh, this morning. And the reason I bring that up, you know, as a young black guy, the reason I bring that up is because he'll probably do that to everybody who he comes in contact with today. <coughs> Excuse me. But no one will go on social media or record him and say, see, this is why we need to do business with black people. No one's going to do that. However, the situation that uh, has been basically going viral with Keith Lee this weekend, people are saying this is why you don't do business with black people. And I'll tell you guys what happened uh, just in case you haven't seen it. So apparently there is this food truck called Sweetly Seasoned in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area. And, uh, you know, the people who are associated with this with, with this food truck, they found out that Keith Lee, he's a popular food critic on uh, TikTok. I mean, apparently, you know, this guy has so many million followers. I mean, I, I, I mentioned him in an episode earlier because, you know, he one good review from him. And people will just start flocking to your restaurant. I mean, whether it be a food truck, whether it be a catering service, whether it be a restaurant or whatever. So just wanted to give you a little backstory on him. So they start making, you know, lives on TikTok and other uh, social media platforms to try to get him to come to this food truck. And Keith Lee saw it. So. He never lets you know when he's coming because he said he does not want any uh, preferential treatment. He's, he doesn't even go into the restaurant initially. He sends his family in and no one knows what, the, what this family looks like because he wants to keep the integrity of his review. So basically he goes in. I mean, uh, his family goes in. They order the food. Uh, you know, he, the food is great, according to him. He said, you know, talking about the ribs, didn't need the sauce, you know, but that's neither here nor there. You know, he gave them a great review. And so he goes up to the truck, he meets the people and things like that. And, you know, he here's where the things start getting sticky. He gave a thousand dollars to a guy. He gave a total of four thousand dollars. Plus, 
he gave extra money for people to get free food from this truck. And he said, he specifically said, I remember, I remember him saying this, give $1,000 to the barber to get free haircuts. Someone was doing braids or whatever. He said, give $1,000 to that person. He gave $2,000 tip to the owner. And then he gave extra money uh, for, for, for free food. Now, uh, they calculated this on the uh, video uh, to be around $5,200. Now, the owner didn't distribute it that way. And uh, there's a TikToker. Her name is Sherelle. Apparently, she has a large following. And she did a live. You know, she was dancing. She did this dance routine or whatever to try to get Keith Lee to come there. And she was one of the workers on the truck. And $1,000 was supposed to go to her. I guess, I don't know if she was the one braiding. I don't know how these people are associated. They, they did mention it. I, I think Sherelle was the, the, the friend of the owner's son or whatever. Now, the owner gets the money. Or the money didn't hit the, hit, hit the account yet or whatever. But once money hit hands, then all of a sudden the owner says, well, you know what? I'm going to give my son $1,000 and he can divvy it up any way he wants to. And they didn't, basically they did not follow Keith Lee's instructions. Now Sherelle gets back on because now she's angry. because And she told the owner on the video, I heard her say, you can keep the $1,000 that he said give to me. But her baby brother who was out there cutting hair, give him his thousand dollars. You know, he's, he's fledgling. He's, he's trying to get his business off the ground. And so she decided to divvy the money up any way she wanted to. And this caused the whole big stir on social media and uh, people are coming back at her and saying, you know, this is what, this is not what Keith Lee told you to do and things like that and whatever. And uh, I agreed with them. You know, because Keith Lee gave you specific instructions on what to do with this money. And once the money hit hands, she says she's going to give her son a thousand dollars. He can give you whatever he he deems um, appropriate or whatever. And this she wasn't really with me. Doesn't matter who was with you. Doesn't matter, uh, you know, whether this guy was associated with you or not. Keith Lee gave you specific instructions on what to do with the money. You didn't do it. Here's how that here's how that story ties to my original story. People got on social media and say, this is why you don't do business with black people. I said, what does that woman have to do with other black owned businesses? I told people in a prior segment on this show, there's a place called Nana's Chicken, Chicken and Waffles. It used to be here in Conyers, and I believe they moved to a bigger, bigger location in uh, McDonough. <coughs> Excuse me. Every time I went to Nana's, I got excellent customer service. Every single time. Black-owned business. Every single time I went there, I got excellent customer service. What does Sweetly Seasoned have to do with Nana's Chicken and Waffles? Not a thing. So when we get on social media and we start knocking these places for their customer service or or, or for whatever they're doing, you know, for the lack of character or whatever, keep the focus on them. That's all I'm saying. Keep the focus on that person right now. Don't just knock every black person, every black owned business. My brother has a black owned uh, tax, uh, tax and accounting firm. What does his business have to do with Sweetly Seasoned? Rest uh, food truck. 
You're going to walk into his office, see that he's a black man and say, you know what? I don't do business with black owned businesses because Sweetly Season fumbled the bag. No. And it's funny because my wife, who's in Trinidad, I used to do that. It had to be like maybe 15 years ago. Oh, I had an interaction with uh, somebody and and this person was black. And I said, see, that's why you can't do business with black people, man. And my wife sat there. She told me, look, would you do that to a white owned business? You have received bad customer service before from white people, but you did not stop doing business with white people. Stop that. Don't do that. That per- Keep the focus on that person. She didn't use those words, but I'm using those words. Keep the focus on them. Now, there's a saying that people used to always, that people still say, character is what you do when, pe- when people are not watching. Now, apparently when Keith Lee showed up, the owner of this food truck, oh, she was lighting up. Oh, she was happy. She was this. Oh, yeah, you know, oh, take take the food, this, that, and the other. Oh, let's take pictures. She was smiling and everything. But as soon as the lights went out, her character showed. What she was really like showed. He gave you specific instructions on what to do with that bunny. But you didn't do it. Because once the lights were off, your true character showed. Once it was not being seen on social media, so, oh, well, I'm keeping this money for myself. And then you wound up fumbling way more money for what, a couple of, a couple of thousand dollars? Now, I'm not trying to knock a couple of thousand dollars because, look, hey, you know, I can, I can use a couple of thousand dollars. And as a matter of fact, when, when, when the young lady Sherelle made her video, she said, who's giving away a thousand dollars? And she said, you can keep my $1,000. So I don't want to knock people who are not making that kind of money. But the reason I say that you fumbled the bag for a couple of thousand dollars because you had the chance based on this review and based on the publicity that you got from his platform, you had a chance to make 10, 20, 30, maybe even 30 times more than that. Just by providing the customer service, and because the food is already great. Just by doing the right thing. Just by having good character. Give these people their money and let them go on their way. And he even told them, look, you're going to have to uh, bulk up your staff. Because I'm not making any promises. But you're about to get a whole lot of customers coming here. And what did she do? She showed her true character. But the thing about it, the, the, the thing that I'm, I'm making this segment for today is to say, don't knock every other black person for that. I mean, there's so many things that you can do um, that... She could have done. It's not even so many things she could have done. All she had to do was divvy up the money. That was it. Just do the right thing. But don't use her to justify not going to this other black person that's over here. They're doing the right thing. What about that jerk spot 
uh, that, that was over by uh, uh, Six Flags Over Georgia. He and his family were at Six Flags Over Georgia. They called this jerk chicken place. And he told them, he asked them. They didn't know who he was. What time are y'all closing? Now, they were, they were, they were going to arrive probably 15, 20 minutes after, after the place closed. They said, look, okay, just come. We'll take care of you. What about them? They did a good thing. I'm pretty sure they were tired. They were working all day. They said, oh, you know, oh, another 15 minutes. Oh, you know what? We don't even know if they're coming. They just called. But they did a good thing because their character showed even when it was in the dark. Because they didn't know that was Keith Lee. They went there. They gave them great customer service. And on top of that, they gave them great food. 15 minutes after they closed or 20 minutes after they closed or whatever. So y'all going to use, you're going to take this great big broad brush and paint them with the brush that you're going to uh, paint uh, sweetly seasoned with? Don't do that. Don't do that. Just like that young brother that I, that, that, that I came in contact with this morning. Don't paint him with that brush. This guy's working at McDonald's. I, I'm pretty sure he's, he, he, well, I know he's not breaking the bank. But that was his true character because he's do- um, that was his true character. This is what he's doing while he's at work. And maybe he goes home and, and, he, and he's disgruntled, but he knows, look, I have to put on a good face to do my job well. And he made me feel good that I was at that drive through that morning or this morning, whatever. So I just wanted to get, the, get, get that out there because, look. Everybody, black, white, Indian, whatever, Asian, whatever. Anybody who starts a business, I mean, your work ethic has to be top because you are working 24 hours a day and you are struggling and you are pushing and you are uh, doing everything you can. I mean, you're doing invoices and all of this crazy stuff. And to have that destroyed because of what somebody else did, because they share the same race as you. That's just, I, I, I don't even have the word right now. You know, that's, that's just atrocious. You know, you're doing everything you can. And because someone who has the same race as you fumbled the bag, you don't get a chance to get your bag. That's what's on my mind. You guys let me know what you think.